Hey, what's happening, Zoomunders? Thank you so much for joining me here on this very special bonus episode of Zoomundo, where I had a chance to sit down with Taylor Sokol from The Potential Podcast. Uh, originally, this was recorded on August 18th. Keith was out. The intention was to um, have some different guests come in and record an, an, uh, an episode in its entirety. Uh, unfortunately, shortly after I recorded this with Taylor, I had some technical issues and I wasn't able to record the whole thing and it just ended up not getting released. But uh, now that we're back into the full swing of things, Dragon Con is over. We've had some time to sit down and uh, fix our technical glitches and pump out this episode. So uh, this, was, uh, this was a really special treat for me to sit down with uh, my buddy Taylor to do uh, Brews News and Reviews, so hope you guys enjoy it. Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of, and unto this Zumundo destined Wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. It's the Zumundo Podcast, episode 17. I'm Doolin, and Keith is not here today, man. Keith went up north. He's uh, spending some time with some family, so... Have fun up there, Keith. Man, we will see you next week when you get, actually no, next week when you get back, we'll be heading up to Dragon Con, man. So, but in the meantime, uh, you know, this is uh this is a heavy load. I can't do it all by myself. So I reached out, I put my feelers out there, and I reached all the way across the interwebs and I called an old buddy of mine. Uh you might you know his uh you, you may not know his fa- his name, but you know his voice. He is uh he is the Arnold. Bronan that you guys hear in the opening there. He's the man of at least a dozen impressions. Uh, he's an old buddy of mine from uh, from my shipfaring days uh, back when I used to skip around the world's puddles. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Taylor Sokol, man. Taylor, dude, how the hell have you been, bro? <laughs> I don't think I deserve that intro. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm good. It's it's funny because, uh, first of all, congrats on you know your new endeavor with the Zamundo podcast. Happy to be, um, and you know it's just it's just been very exciting to the fact that you know we're both uh, podcasting hosts and you know kind of the history of how we kind of met and everything like that. Pretty- <laughs> yeah, we so spent um, we spent a good zum- uh, <laughs> a good summer out there uh, on the sea uh, cruising through Alaska, man. So like. So I met this guy. I was uh, I was uh, working on ships, and so was he. We're doing cruise ships. I think you were uh, assistant cruise director at the time, and back then I was, uh, but uh, still a lowly um, children's coordinator, like working for the uh, working in the kids' events, that kind of thing. So it was a lot of fun. But me and me and him uh, struck up a conversation, and I think we started like 
quoting Jim Carrey movies like right off the bat, which is really funny because if you go back and you listen to the pilot episode of Taylor's podcast, Potential Podcast, they he and his co-host both kicked down the door just running through as many Jim Carrey quotes as you can possibly think of. And uh, I, as soon as I started listening to that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a Taylor maneuver. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's fun. I feel like Jim Carrey is the equalizer when it comes to, you know, comedy fans of the 90s. I feel like, you know, <laughs> uh, if you like Jim Carrey movies, then I think you're either sort of fly be insane or just an all right good time or both. Yeah, maybe um, a little bit of both. Well, as Jim Carrey is probably a little bit of both. Exactly. <laughs> but gotta love him. Yeah. Uh, not- now, on your, on your, your podcast, you, um, you your your co-host was was he was he from ships too i think you said he was from ships too yeah fun fact about so my co-host chris doer um we met he actually him and i met on our first ship together it was our first contract now was this on was this on hal no this was when we started on celebrities this was uh okay this is over 10 uh almost yeah almost 10 years ago 2013 we met okay and yeah he was uh one of the cat singers oh okay just like you, we started a conversation just quoting and, you know, doing impressions. And we kept in touch over the years. We Our ships met at one point, and then we both met on land again, reconnected. And right before the pandemic, we were like, you know what? We, we, we were like podcasts. We should do our own. And then the pandemic happened. We're like, we've got all this time. Let's do it. Yeah. And that's kind of all how it started. And it's been going now four seasons uh in three years it's been we've been doing that oh man you've been doing wow you've been doing this three years dude that is that's freaking that's awesome and and you've seen i i've i've tuned into your podcast from time to time watch you've had some legit hosts come on there um uh the the guy who, who whose name i will not attempt to pronounce because I'm, I'm gonna mess it up but um the 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 gentleman the actor who played the high evolutionary uh, nigerian actor on um guardians of the galaxy 3 you had him on the show um you brought in like legendary voice actor um uh from uh, aladdin to come Got on it. the show and uh, so i mean like he, he has some legit hosts on a potential podcast so definitely go check them out over there. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, we've, we've been kind of critiquing and, um, you know, messing with the formula, but you know, our standard formula, we, you know, try to do one big episode with a guest, uh, every month. And, uh, yeah, every week we do reviews, uh, from the latest movies, shows. Sometimes we review something that one of us never saw mm-hmm. and we can ask potential pick. They're called, uh, potential picks. Right, right. And so, you know, we review uh, video games, books, more. So, yeah, if you're ever wondering, you know, what you like, you want to check something out, most of them are spoiler-free. And they're usually about 15, 20 minutes. So yeah. you get in. You yeah, know, you get in, couple, get in, get the info, done. get out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, that's kind of similar to what we do in our, our Brews News and Reviews segment, you know, for, uh, which I will get into here in just a minute. And that, you know, you do a little bit of different media, kind of mix it up a little bit. So it's not all movies. It's not all TV shows. Sometimes you do a book. Sometimes you do a video game, which is, uh, which is good. Keeps it fresh, you know. Um, but uh, if it's okay with you, like, uh, so, uh, so Taylor, this is, uh, this is your first time kind of filling in uh, for co-host for me. Um, for we do a segment called Brews News and Reviews, and uh, we do a little bit of entertainment news. So we just kind of talk about like what's cool, what's going on in the entertainment world, things that you know people who would uh, listen to our podcast would probably be interested in. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to go ahead and get that going. Sounds like a plan. Man. All right, let's hit it. Here we go. And now Brews News. 
Reviews. It stinks. Sometimes it stinks with the reviews, but we'll get into that. So, uh, so Taylor, this is, uh, so, as I said, this is our first time doing this together. So first we talk about the brews, then we talk about the news, and we talk about the reviews. So uh, typically, uh, Keith and I are either sipping on a, uh, a beer or maybe a, a cocktail or something. Well, it's, it's about 1030 in the morning Eastern Standard Time, and I am uh, not a raging alcoholic. You know, I might be an alcoholic, but at least it's, it's under control. So, uh, so for the brews, uh, Taylor and I are just just drinking coffee today, so nothing spectacular, but it's a brew, and it counts, so, and I think I might have had too much coffee today, so. <laughs> how many of these cups we've had. But, uh, mine is uh, actually from a local bakery, uh, and uh, it's really hitting spot right now. Yeah, there so. you go. Cheers. Cheers, man. All right, so brews. That covers the brews. We got that out of the way. Now we're going to go ahead and go into the news. So uh, let's hit up some entertainment news. So I got a couple things we're going to talk about today. First of which, um, Barbie movie. Did you see, did you did you see Barbie? Did you you and your wife go see Barbie or? Yes. Yeah, we did. We we did. We loved it. Uh, we reviewed it on the podcast and uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. So, okay. And you know, Oppenheimer, the big Bar- Barbenheimer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. My girlfriend and I are dressing up as uh, Barbenheimer for uh, for Dragon Con this year, so that'll be <laughs> that'll go over really well. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. So, all right. So you saw you saw the movie. Um, you you and the wife really liked it. Um, so just just a little just a little cliff note on that: the Barbie movie, um, second movie of the year to cross the one billion dollars globally mark. Uh, first of which was Super Mario Brothers, but also kind of cool because it was the first female solo directed film to do so so that's yeah. just kind of a just kind of a cool little cool little uh cliff note that something that happened here in 2023 so uh that's a big congratulations to greta gerwig on her first female solo directed movie to cross the one billion mark so congratulations that is awesome to hear yeah it's it's absolutely incredible and it's interesting too i think i hope people take away you know what the movie accomplished especially under the you know, uh, you know, idea of, of Barbie using it as kind of the symbol. And I hope that they continue to do it. It was smartly played and I thought really well done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, you know, I haven't seen it yet, but, uh, but now, but now with all these great reviews, it's getting, I'm probably going to have to, you know, I can only hold off my girlfriend for so long. We're like, we're going to go see the movie. Oh yeah, sure. We'll do that. We'll win. All right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, (laughs) He's he is a he is a handsome man. He is a very pretty man. We'll say that. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on, a little bit of Star Wars news. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of the wars. I think you are too, Taylor. Um, Star Wars animated series Bad Batch getting a third season. Um, I don't. Did you have you watched Bad Batch at all? You know, unfortunately, uh, I'm letting my fellow Star Wars nerds down. I only watched a little bit of the first season. Guy got swept away with those stuff. But I do want to go back to it. I also want to get back into watching the Clone Wars. So I kind of want to go from Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and Rebels. That's yeah. Kind of you I know, do. it's 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 really weird. If, so for all these animated series for Star Wars, and I find that, like, I'm... I've 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 sampled a little bit of all of them, and you know, in the consensus really seems to be the same for for all of them because my experience is kind of the same. All right, so I watched uh, most of season one of Clone Wars, and everyone's like, "No, no, no, it gets really, really good." So I've gone back and tried to kind of push through. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it. It's not. It, it's it's it a little. Work. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> slow. 
And uh, I, I've tried to push through it, and then all of my, like my diehard Star Wars fans is like, no, you just you really got to watch it. You really got to push through it. And I had the same experience with uh, with Rebels and also with, with Bad Batch. Like I, it's the, like uh, with all of these shows, the premise is really really good. Um, I just I just don't get hooked into it. So um, no, it's not so much animation. It's just I don't know if it's just the material because I I mean. There's been some great animated series that I've got into, even as an adult. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree what you're saying. But what I will say, Disney Plus has been very smart, is a lot of these series, you're like, hey, these are the essential episodes. So I feel like, let yeah. me catch just to get maybe what the... Well, I think that, really- yeah, I think they did that when um, Mandalorian Season 2 dropped. They, they, yeah. they released, like, all right. So, just if if you want to know everything about the Dark Saber, or if you want to know everything about Bo Katan, these are the episodes of the Clone Wars. You need to go back and watch, and you can just watch these like four, five, six episodes, and you don't have to watch the whole thing. But um, but if you've never seen um, Bad Batch, not a bad show. Um, it immediately follows Episode Three, uh, follows uh, the clones Hunter, Crosshair, Tech, Wrecker, and Echo. So they're like an elite clone trooper force. They're also um, gen- uh, genetically uh, made to be superior from there. So they're like a cut above the normal clones. Uh, former soldiers from the Republic, but they come back after episode three to find out that uh, the Empire is now completely taken over and they go rogue. So that's kind of and they that's kind of the premise of the show. So um, and just like the other Star Wars animated series, like it really does just add like a complete layer to the mythos, especially with like all of the new Star Wars content we're going to be getting with, uh, say, Ahsoka and uh, some of these other shows and movies we have come Acolyte, uh, these other shows and movies we have coming down the pipeline in the next couple of years. So, uh, you know, if you want to you want to be informed, you want to check it out, definitely go back uh bad batch season three that's going to be released on disney plus so check that out moving on uh we have the walking dead um finally came to an end with its uh, 11th season last year so november 2022 walking dead season 11 finally they pulled the plug on it and i said to myself like that show was still on uh (laughs) Because I kind, I mean, I kind of checked out around season five, I think, which was a long time ago. Um, but it just, it just sort of like limped over the finish line. Um, but the dead is far from done walking. Um, so uh, we just had, uh, we just had a spinoff uh, that came out a couple months ago, Dead City. Have you watched any of these by chance? So uh, yeah, so I just like you do. Was a fan when it first came out. I remember so cool to walk. Uh, a zombie like movie that doesn't end. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I got to like season six and I kind of checked out, but I was like, you know what? Let me get back and let me finish what he started. And, it's hard, uh, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Uh, I definitely found myself skimming. If you ever skim through a book, I've skimmed through uh, shows. Yeah, but have it on it in ended, the background while you're doing laundry. Exactly. It ended, you know, not maybe gracefully, but there was some stuff I was happy with, some wasn't. But I did watch. The recent Dead City with uh, Negan and um, uh, uh, that actor, uh, that character's name. Um, yeah, Lauren Cohen's. Uh, yeah, character. yeah, thank you, uh, Maggie. Excuse me, I was going to say Molly. But, uh, <laughs> that really added some freshness to it. I really actually kind of enjoyed it. It was only six episodes, so it was like get in, get out. Yeah. And, um, was, was it a mini? Edge. Was it? I thought it was a whole series. Is it a mini series or just six episodes there for the no season? Short season, but they are okay. going to do another. It, but the fact that they put it in New York 
I thought that was really well. That was, and that was also kind of the thing that um, that I found to be kind of a turnoff um, about the original series is like for one. They they weren't really going out and exploring the greater world. Like there was there's a whole big world out there that's been affected by the apocalypse, and obviously there's a lot of people out there that survived that are living. So you, like you you want to go out there and see more parts of the map and see what's out there and see how people are living. Like you know what was the government response to this? And I think it, where I finally checked out was uh, when they introduced like. Uh, uh, Abraham and uh, what was the name of the the high school science teacher with the mullet? I can't. I don't even remember his name anymore. Eugene Rosita. Yeah. Eugene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing that, and like they introduced him as this character knows what caused it, and we're going to Washington D.C. to find to find the remains of the government to cure. And I was like, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, hot damn, like we're that we have an objective now in the story. And I like want to see, and then it turns out that like he, he was lying about that and they, there was still no objective. And it just seemed like they were following this pattern every season of they're on the survivors are on the road. They go to yep. place, bad things happen. The place falls apart and then they're on the road again. And so like after, after like five seasons of that, I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I think terminus terminus. Like I checked out before Negan got it there. I kind of like checked out around terminus and um but and everybody who but everybody who's watching it that were still in it's like no no it's really really good i'm like you know maybe and maybe i'll watch it someday but today is not that day yeah <laughs> and then they also had a couple of these other spinoffs during the run and i watched a little bit of them but it was kind of just hard to like again we're seeing this with a lot of shows where you got to watch all these things to connect and i it was just over too overwhelming I yeah one go at a time yeah, exactly. Well, and on that note, like, so we have Dead City, six episodes, as you said, premiered uh, back in June, I think. But now we have two more spinoffs coming down the pipeline, I think, set to come out next year. We have um, Walking Dead Daryl Dixon, so everybody's favorite bad boy from The Walking Dead. He's getting his own show now. Um, I think he, it's going to take place in France or Paris, perhaps. Um, and then we have The Ones Who Live, which is uh, Rick. So Rick's coming back. And yep. Michonne, so Rick and Michonne get their own get their own spinoff series as well. So um, that'll be interesting. Uh, Michonne, obviously, like very popular character on the show. Rick, um, you know, Rick who took an exit from the series, um, I guess is is coming back for for his uh, for I guess his own spinoff series, and he'll be doing it with Michonne. So that'll be interesting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the character Rick, they did so much with it. It was kind of like he was, I think the character well, was kind of weird. You know, they couldn't figure out what to do with him. Anymore. Well, the thing for, you know, for me, like what I, I always thought Rick's driving motivation was, um, you know, protect his family at all costs. Like the world's gone to hell, but I have a purpose in protecting my family. So then his his wife dies um, and leaves, leaves him with two children, Carl and Judith. Um, and, but so he still has those children to protect. Um, and then, uh, let's see, does he get separated from Judith? I'm not sure. I think he gets separated from Judith at some point. Um, and then Carl dies and then like, and I'm thinking that I've stopped watching the show at this point because, you know, at that point I'm like, well, what, what's his purpose now? Like, I feel like in that situation, like a man would probably just take himself out. Right. So, but he kept going which is an interesting choice i feel like in unpopular opinion i they they kind of put him and michonne together I just didn't, everybody I, felt like I, they it felt kind of forced right 
It did. It did. It felt like Joey and uh, uh, <laughs> but it just it just felt weird to me. And I felt like after that, it's like okay, let's seemingly spoiler alert, everybody seemingly kill him off. And then well, I think he just he literally rode into the sunset. I think that was kind of the thing. I mean, they took him off the show, but they purposely didn't kill him in case they ever wanted Rick to come back. And now it looks like they're gonna. So, so there's that. Walking Dead uh, with a couple of spinoffs coming down the pipeline. So if you're a big Walking Dead fan, it's a it's a good time for you because you still get to see some of these some of your favorite characters on the screen. So uh, let me ask you a question, man. Do you know anything about uh, Rebel Moon? I only bits and pieces of it. I know we just uh, released a trailer here. I haven't got to watch it myself, but I know this is kind of Zach's uh, Zack Snyder's Star Wars kind of. I mean, it's not Star Wars, but it is. Um, yeah, so he uh, he he uh, we're set to come out for that uh, next year, I think, for uh, Rebel Moon, um, and he he released some production stills, and like, like I said, we just got the trailer for it. So go check that out if you want. But that's going to be um, it. Began as a Star Wars film, which Snyder pitched to Lucasfilm way back in 2012. Um, and apparently, and of course, we all know what happened back in 2012. Uh, Lucasfilm sold to Disney, so you know that that idea got com- got completely scrapped. Um, but the project was later redeveloped with Snyder crafting a Rebel Moon cinematic universe for Netflix. So this is going to be kind of the start of its own thing. So we're looking at having. Um, uh, we're looking at having some Rebel Moon movies come out. It's going to be its own thing, um, and I'm looking forward to that. But this is kind of funny because if if I read the plot synopsis to you, like you can absolutely tell that this is going to be a uh, this is this is totally a Star Wars thing. In a universe controlled by the corrupt government of the Mother World, the Moon of Velt is threatened by forces of the Imperium, not the Empire, sir, but the Imperium. The army of the Mother World controlled by Regent Balisarius Korra, a former member of the Imperium who seeks redemption for her past. Sounds like a fallen Jedi to me. And the leader of the oppressive government tasks herself to recruit warriors from across the galaxy, Jedi, to make a stand against the Mother World's forces, the Empire, before they return to the planet. So, but you know what? Like, with all joking aside, I'm all for it, man. It's a space opera. Like, give me give me laser swords and, and pew-pews and, you know, it's... Listen, I mean, the three, you know, the biggest franchises of, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, and, and Dune, really. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of, you know, big space opera franchises. That it's true. Been so I'm all for that. And it's funny, speaking of Zack Snyder, he's got now like two things in the work with his army of the dead, you mm-hmm. know, first, and now he's got this, you know. He's, he's really well, plus, you know, with um, uh, Zack Snyder, yeah, I remember like 2003 when he was, you know, nobody really knew his name. And I went to go see like the, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. And uh, it terrified me, dude. Like, that was a scary flipping movie. That was probably my first legit scary zombie film. I think that was the first one I saw. Yeah. Absolutely terrified and entertained me. Like, just was was great. Mm -hmm. uh, I still, I can watch it over and over again. And still, it it is, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got, um, he's got this kind of penchant. He, I mean, like, Zack Snyder has a very obvious um, style to his films, you know, kind of like Tim Burton, you know, has a style, 
uh, Wes Anderson has a style. You know, you can you can you can what you can watch the movies, see how the frames are lined up, see the filters that are being used, and you're like, oh yeah, right right away, like Zack Snyder movie. Like you know, you definitely see it in like The Watchmen and 300. Um, so he's he's got a certain style to it, which uh, I, I'm interested to see like how he's going to take on a space opera. Um, you know, something that's, that's beyond, that's not Lucasfilm. So, um, it's, oh, and I said, I'm sorry, I said next year, this is actually going to be uh, released on November 22nd. So we're actually only a couple months out from this until it releases. Wow. So, um, Netflix released November 22nd, as well as a limited theatrical release. So I'm definitely looking forward to, to doing that one, to, to seeing that. So, um, yeah, man, uh, Rebel Moon, check it out. Um, all right, so moving on. And the last thing I'm going to report on for our news segment today, uh, there is uh, rumors are circulating, and I do hi- I do emphasize rumors because that's all they are at this point. Um, in rumors on X uh, reporting that Andrew Garfield uh, did you did let me ask you this Did you see? Uh, I'm sure you saw No Way Home, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, I saw, it, saw, loved it. Yeah, it was amazing, right? Like I had, I had, I had such a blast watching that movie, and I saw it like one of the opening nights in the theater, and just like the fan service and the nostalgia, and like everybody standing up and cheering when Andrew Garfield comes on screen, Tobey Maguire comes on screen, the three Spider Men running in together. It was at its best, and mm-hmm. I think it was, if you're an MCU fan, you're gonna love it. If you're a Spider Man, it was it was for everyone. Yeah, but for the diehard Spider Man fans from since Tobey Maguire, it was it was what we wanted and what we needed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I and I, and I still maintain it. it was the best MCU project to date since Endgame. Like hands down, I don't think it's going to get any better than that for a little while. But um, but anyways, we have reports that uh, Andrew Garfield might be returning to the MCU, um, and as, as he. Rumors, 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 uh, approached by Kevin Feige to appear as Spider-Man in the upcoming Secret Wars for the MCU. So uh, this is coming from Can We Get Some Toast on X, formerly Twitter, um, reporting this. uh, You know, and like I say, you know, everything on the Internet, just take it with a grain of salt. Uh, So we're just kind of we're speculating, talking about how fun it would be. But if you know anything about the Secret Wars from the comic books, um, you know, you had – uh, you had, you know, the forces of uh, good versus the forces of evil taking place on this like remote planet, and Spider-Man was kind of uh, the person who was the driving force behind that. So it really sounds like they they might bring back the multiversal Spider-Man for this uh, for this project, and it would just make sense because uh, uh, No Way Home was just so so good and brought so much happiness to the fans. So I'm hoping they're going for that again. Yeah. Well, and, and also in, in the Secret Wars comics, that was the first appearance of the black suit Spider-Man. That's and true. But home, how it ended, it, we had a little bit of the venom left behind, and they've been talking about maybe having Andrew Garfield. There's another rumor mill is that he would have venom that would be in his universe. That yeah. Venom that uh, Tom Hardy, which I think would be epic. I think that would be a really good matchup. Um, and actually, fun fact. Time of DragonCon, we had uh, here in uh, Pittsburgh, Steel City Comic Con. I went there. I actually got to see Jonathan Freeman, who we had on the podcast. Oh, awesome. Uh, got to talk to him in person, and it was really great. And when I was there, I ended up like, you know what? I'm going to buy some comics. You're not going to believe this. I have all 1 through 12 of Secret Wars. Oh, that is fan-flippantastic, man. Very so, cool. Um, so that's so I'm going to – first of all, it's going to be a nice little collector's item. But I'm actually really going to dive in deep in the material because I'm excited – 
when that movie comes out, what they're going to do with it. So, yeah. yeah it but Andrew Garfield, I think he was definitely, this was great to have him back, but he was snubbed. He should have got a, a better material for a third one. And, you know, have Toby back too. I mean, who knows? They've been talking about some stuff with Toby. I mean, yeah, I think Sam Henry would love to come back. There's, there's been, there's been rumors circulating that Sony might do Spider-Man four with Toby. So, you know, once again, rumors are rumors are just that rumors. But you know, it's fun to talk about, fun to speculate on. But I would, I would absolutely love to see Toby come back, to see Andrew come back. You know, each of them get like, you know, a little bit more closure for their stories. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's really cool. You, you, you got all those. And actually, I think uh, when I check in with Comic Man here in just a couple minutes, I might have him give me the run, like the full rundown on the Secret War and uh, see if uh, see if he wants to talk about. It. Oh, actually, he's Comic Man. He'll talk about anything comic book related. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, that's that's what I got for the news today. And uh, and for the reviews, what I'm gonna do instead of uh, doing the review. Um, because you know I don't have I don't have Keith here with me to do the review today. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to refer you over to Taylor's podcast over a potential podcast because they they got fresh reviews for you every single week. Um, actually, and do me a favor, Taylor, tell us uh, what you reviewed on potential podcast uh, this past week. Absolutely, I can tell you right now we got three reviews uh, out this week. Uh, first up, we had uh, Twisted Metal, the new Peacock. Oh, nice! That's on Peacock. Okay. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed that. Check out the review for that. Um, we also reviewed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, the new animated Oh, uh, How was that? Honestly, you know what? Nothing beats the live action that I grew up on. The 1989 I, is the best. <laughs> I will tell you, they actually legitly made teenagers as the Turtles. Uh, I thought the voice casting was great. The mm-hmm. animation stuff was different. And I actually enjoyed some of the humor. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And they were smart not to have a certain uh, villain for this one but teased for future ones. So uh, is it crying? Uh, <laughs> and then we also reviewed, uh, the latest addition to this Nintendo switch, the legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, never, I'm a big old school Zelda fan, man. I never played Zelda games. Oh, really? Breath of the wild. Yeah. So, um, I've been playing back to back entries. So we both reviewed that one and really enjoyed the latest entry. It's, if you're an open world fan, it's great. If you're used to the more, a traditional stories it may not be for you but you can you cannot deny the quality of uh, graphics and what's gone into mm-hmm. this switch so but yeah that's what we reviewed this week and then of course we reviewed last week uh barbie and oppenheimer uh, as well as uh, the witcher season three and secret invasion so awesome. definitely have quite a stuff to check out but no, i appreciate you plugging us into oh, no problem man. our uh, our reviews we do weekly usually uh two to three a week mm-hmm. usually every wednesday Thursday and Friday, uh, and you can find them on pretty much wherever podcasts are found. Um, and you can follow us on our socials as well, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, if you want a certain review, tell us like, hey, Taylor, Chris, we want you to review something. Tell us what you thought. You had an email yeah. that um, they, they could send you a message at or just on your Facebook? Yeah. or Yeah, they can they can email us directly. And I actually, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one who checks the email constantly. Uh, yeah. So I do love that. Um, yeah, they can email us at the, the potential podcast, mm-hmm. one word yahoo.com so if they want to email us directly i usually check that email several times a day um so i'm always responding to fans and inquiries and 
um, you know, we're looking to expand. So yeah, please. I love that. Fantastic, man. Uh, yeah. So the potential podcast at yahoo.com. That's my man, Taylor Sokol. Uh, you know, I've been wanting to get him on the podcast and, you know, since Keith is out this week, I saw my opening and threw him in there. So Taylor, dude, thank you so much for uh, coming on to do bruise news and reviews for me today, man. It was a blast. And, uh, as always, dude, it's, it's always good to talk to you and catch up, man. Ah, it's crazy to be here, you know, <laughs> Um, no, hey, thanks for having me, and hope I come back. I'd be happy to come back anytime. So thanks, Dylan. All right, you know, no problem, man. Uh, Taylor Sokol, potential podcast guys, go check him out. Take care, man. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little bonus episode with uh, me and Taylor Sokol from Potential Podcast. Go over there and check him out at Potential Podcast, guys. He uh, he and his uh, co-host have a great show over there. A lot of great reviews. Great guests on that show, too. It is not to be missed. And uh, me and Keith are back after taking a couple of weeks off. Uh, we just released two episodes last night, and we're going to release a third this week. Man, we are playing catch-up this week, so... Thank you so much for hanging out with me, guys. My name is Doolin for Zumunda Podcast. Have a Zumundus couple of days. We'll see you back here on Thursday, guys.